Kim, I guess with the men shutting down, are you just, <laughs> are you excited just to be playing or what's, what's kind of your feeling right now? Well, I don't know the details of what, you know, caused them to pause. I just know I'm going to ask a lot of questions because, you know, we were mandated by the conference to play if we had six players and I just laughed at that. Right. Nobody can go play with six players for two weeks. So I would imagine um, just in my mind, it's a lot of contact tracing going on there. Um, but listen, as far as us, you know, we'll COVID test again today after practice and we have four games this week and you keep your fingers crossed and you hope and pray that you can get those four games in and then you worry about the next part when they go home for Christmas after the last game this week. And then you got to come back and play another conference game and UConn, it never stops, Jerry. So we share the same facility. We share the same weight room. We share the same training room and you just try to do the best you can and follow the the uh, protocols and wash your hands six feet apart and keep your mask on and um, just do the best we can. Kim, uh, looking at Tech, what have you seen from them? And obviously first year head coach that, that well, I'm guessing you know a little bit anyway. Well, they have three of the, the best scoring uh, players in our conference. And, uh, you know, Vivian Gray transferred their all-conference player from – uh, Oklahoma State, and then you add Carr and, and Gordon to the mix. Those are three kids that can flat out score the basketball. And so uh, we've got our hands full. Um, they're obviously um, running an offense that um, there's really no what I call big inside. They kind of move everybody around. And, um, you know, it's, it's good to be home, but that doesn't guarantee us any wins. Uh, but um, we know what they can do. They can flat out score the basketball, those three kids. DJ, the, these last two games, how, how much have you sort of figured out your role and what's the biggest thing you've learned about um, kind of where you fit in the whole scheme of things, especially on the offensive end? I would say <clears throat> just I've really been trying to be aggressive and take in what the coaches have been telling me. Coach Mogi challenged me after the USF game, um, kind of laid two eggs in the first two games, and I had to respond. And I think that my teammates are getting confidence in me on the offensive end and the defensive end, and so that's definitely been helping me to get my footing. Um, but I think I kind of knew that it would take a little second for me to get back into the groove of playing games. You can practice all you want, but being away from basketball for a while, it just takes time to kind of get get that feel back and kind of get everything back to normal. So I think just trying to build on it and improve on the things that I've been struggling with, taking care of the ball, not fouling, things like that, um, but just build on the positives. Thanks. And, and Kim, um, coming off the, the three tough tests with the three straight road games, you end up winning two of them. Um, how much is that, you know, a step towards where you want to be? And, and what did you learn about your team? Well, I learned – a lot of things, a lot of things I still have questions about, but I learned that we're not scoring and shooting the ball great, but how did you win two out of three? And so it goes back to our defense and it goes back to rebounding. Those two staples uh, in, in our program have been there for many years. And I was uh, impressed that our kids, uh, when they would not be confident or they would miss shots, that they would you know, go back to the other end of the floor and, and just play solid defense. Um, turnovers is a mystery to me. 
Uh, we've got to quit turning the basketball over. I don't think it's turnovers, honestly, created by the opponent. I think we're just trying to hit home runs instead of taking singles. And that just has got to get better. Um, so those were things that I discussed with them, showed it to them on the film. Um, it's no question that when Moon and Dijonet, those kids can hit perimeter shots, it relaxes everybody and, and it makes us have easier shots with the post. Uh, fouling is still a, a mystery to me on, you know, how much we're fouling and to continually do it over and over. We've got to, we've got to outgrow that. And uh, hopefully we will. Kim, uh, one of the things I noticed from their notes is they're like first in the Big 12, fourth nationally in turnovers per game at like 9.2. Is that – are they running kind of a slowdown or, or is that just, you know, good guard play? And, and is that maybe a challenge, I guess, for your defense? Well, it's probably a lot of things. It's probably um, experienced players. And then when you add an all-conference player to the mix – they understand the value of taking care of the basketball. I think that um, you know they're not they're not a team that is is just you know going to probably turn it over because they do take quick shots coming down the floor. Um, and and lastly, uh, it could be the opponent. It could be the the games that they've played. Those those teams may not be as good and can create turnovers. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't have the answer for that, but if I was just throwing um, reasons out to you, it, it could be all of those or some of that. And Dijonet, for you, um, that defensive effort against West Virginia, how big was that, particularly coming off of the Arkansas game where, you know, y'all did struggle a little bit on the offense or the defensive end? I mean, each game's going to be different. There's going to be a different game plan on the defensive end, and uh, we kind of got back to what we're used to in that West Virginia game. And I think that showed with how we were able to create turnovers um, and just keep them under under their average for the season. Uh, I think everyone moves their feet. We just stepped up to the plate and we responded in the way that we needed to. Kim, do you still like bringing her off the bench or would you change up the lineup any or? No, I like, I like where I have her. I like, um, uh, she brings a spark to our offense. She brings a spark to our team. Uh, I, I've never been a player that got caught up or even a coach has gotten caught up into starting. I think that's so overrated. Um, you want to be in the top eight, nine players. You just want to be on the floor when the game's on the line. And um, I like where, where she is right now. I, I thought that um, her remark about it's been a while since she's played. And when she first got on that floor this year, I thought her motor was too fast. She tried to do too much too quickly and consequently was turning the ball over, taking rushed shots. And I think the more she has played, the more relaxed she has uh, become. With the fact, you know, the men's game obviously getting canceled, um, is there something where, I mean, obviously you don't look ahead like playing UConn because that's a huge game, but do you have to change maybe some sort of aspect of your coaching to where maybe, you know, your players don't get too high or too excited or, or prepared for a game just to maybe avoid that disappointment of if it gets canceled or is that just completely thrown out the window? Completely thrown out of the, win out the window. You can't, you can't prepare for any of this stuff. Uh, you tell them, okay, you're watching things across the country take place. We could be next. Let's just live in the moment. Let's prepare for the day, for this practice. 
We don't know what the next hour, the next afternoon, evening, morning, we don't know what it brings. But while we're in that gym, uh, let's prepare and get as much work in as we can. Dejanae, as a grad transfer, are you getting more comfortable with learning your your personnel that you're working with? Who likes the ball where, uh, where to throw it to them so they'll be successful and score? Absolutely. Um, as, as time has gone on, I've kind of tried to notice the little things. Um, we've been doing a lot more offense in practice too, so I've been able to kind of see who likes the ball where, who puts their hands where, things like that. But that's just something that takes time. And um, over time, I'll get better at that, at delivering passes where people want them on time and on target. Uh, but I'm definitely getting more and more comfortable playing with everyone on the team. And I just hope that they feel the same way with me. But I know it just, it just takes time to kind of build that rapport with one another on the court. And then Coach Mulkey, Nalissa seemed really comfortable facing the basket. Even when she caught the ball with her back to the basket, she ripped it to where she could face the basket. Was that part of your plan for that game? Not my plan. That is Nalissa's game. She's not a back-to-the-basket post. Now, she may receive it down there, but she's just not going to bury you down there like a five-player. She she is a um, more of a stretch four, if there's a better term for describing uh, Nalissa, and she has to get, give herself a little room to operate. Unfortunately, her reputation precedes her, and people are going to double her and not give her as easy looks as she's had in the past two years, and she will have to adjust to those things. But, um, you know, her game is is not going to bury you down in there. She, I'd love for her to face and make any kind of face-up move, shoot the shot there. Um, so uh, she's she gets frustrated here earlier in the year, because, early in the year because of missing shots, and I tell her, you know, I'll let you know when it's a bad shot. Kim, um, when, last time you guys played Texas Tech was your 600th win there in Lubbock. And, and one thing that kind of, I don't know if it got buried. I, I can't remember if I mentioned in my story or not, but it pulled you guys even in the all-time series with Texas Tech, which is, um, I don't know how significant that is to you, but then now you have a chance to move ahead of them in the all-time series for the first time since the early 80s. Uh, do you pay attention to that stuff at all? I don't. That's the first time I've heard that. I don't. Um I, I remember your old boss, Bryce, always wanted to make a big dig at me when Sherry Cole basically owned us when I got in the league. And um, I, I just thought that was really insignificant. Uh, it's not a big deal to me. Um, so that's news to me. Uh, we're trying to win a Big 12 championship, and um, I, I can't think about history. You know, I can't think about what happened before we got here. All I can do is control my team in the moment.